Oh, Steve Austin. Wah, 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 wah. You come from Boston. Wah, 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 wah. But not really, cause you're a famous Texan. Oh, Steve Austin. Wah, 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 wah. You, come you come from Boston. Boston. But not really, cause you're a famous, famous fucking Texan. Texas. Hello. Hi. Hi everybody, it's Tim and Guy here from the Worst Idea of All Time podcast, where we watch and review Grown Ups 2 every week for a year. We've almost done it. We're nearly there, mate. Four to go. We just did number 48. That's right. 48, a very significant number for me, Tim. 48 is the age of Adam Sandler at time of record. 48 also represents uh, at an average of half an hour per podcast. Mm. One full day, 24 hours of discussing Grown Ups 2. That's sad. You want another stat? I did the math on this. We've been watching the movie for 3.4 days, like day and nights. Full days. Yeah. Actually, it's three and a half. Okay, whatever, man. How much does that suck? Not that much. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But look, 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 look. It was a very long watch today. It was the longest, I think. It was very long. And I felt like a lot of the actors weren't weren't trying. Yeah, I felt that as well. I felt like, to use an analogy, I haven't watched a Broadway show 48 times in a row. But I feel like if you did watch it, no, because they're doing... Well, it, it did. So it felt like the forty eighth night for this show on Broadway, and all the actors. Maybe they had a big party last night. It was maybe their favorite cast member's birthday. And yeah, they just showed up on the stage, and we're just like, well, we might as well just get through this so we can go and sleep off this raging hangover I have from that dope party we had on a rooftop in Soho last night. Yeah, it was like watching a matinee today. It was like a yeah, the yeah, matinee after a, weird, a birthday party. It's a weird vibe, isn't it? Was, it? it was low energy, and no one was really bringing the noise. But then in turn, Tim. I considered this notion while watching is you can flip that on its head and say that the the actor's performance, yes, or the way we read it, is a direct mirror of how how we're doing. Well, that makes sense because obviously, so the movie they're not performing for us inside the television. No, yeah. Time. So either the movie is or is becoming a mirror, Uh-oh. and I don't think the filmmakers created Grown Ups Two. Um, I don't think it was intended as a barometer. For how the audience is feeling. It's funny how it all works though, isn't it? So we've really pushed through a barrier there. Did Marie Carey know when she was inventing microwaves and whatnot? Probably not. I don't know a lot about the origins of the microwave. Me neither. Pretty impressive though. People always say, when are we going to have robots do everything for us? You know, like Betty on the Jetsons. Mm -hmm. You look at a microwave, a dishwasher, an oven... A fridge. Yeah. We got him. Yeah. I think what people are waiting for because of sci-fi and TV is it all to be rolled into one all-purpose robot. You're right about that. But then that's when the robots are becoming probably we're leaning on them too much and we'll forget the basic skills which enable us to get through a day. And then if technology was to fold in on itself and collapse, none of us would have the basic life skills to to survive. You ever see Wally, the Pixar movie? No, it's real. I've got a real like. I'll tell you what, I could watch the shit out of that movie right now. Wally is so fucking good. It's such a good movie. There's barely any dialogue in the first half hour. I don't think Pixar's taken a bad step yet. Cars two. Yeah, that is the main blight. I haven't seen Cars two. I liked Cars though. Uh, I love that Owen Wilson and Wally. So happy go lucky and Wally. 
that's very much how the humans are because it's set in the future and the humans are terrible. They're all just like soft, slovenly pieces of shit floating around on these little hovercraft things and they're unable to do anything for themselves. It's quite awesome, but also so, super bleak. So yeah, so stop leaning on bloody the people who design kitchens to design an all-purpose kitchen robot. Exactly. Betty's not going to exist. And if she does, then that's a sign we've gone too far, people. We're in the golden age of robots. So yeah. just enjoy it. Live you it don't want, what this, you don't want is sentient robots. This is like, you know how when the global financial crisis hit and everyone said, oh, the economy shed itself. We had so many years of good growth. Everyone was like, I don't remember it being that good. This we're in the you, good times, yeah, and so, you don't and you don't realize it because you're always looking ahead. Why does it always seem to go that you don't know, know what, what you got, got till it's gone? And pay a paradise and put up a parking lot. Ooh, pa, 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 pa. who sings the original? I can only remember the Counting Crows version. Tracy, of Vanessa Carlton. not Tracy Chapman. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. So, Grown Ups 2. <laughs> yeah, How about bro. that? How about that movie that we saw again? You know what? I opened up my notebook today to take some notes because we hey. don't have any beers. Hey, good on you. And I thought something better happened today. <laughs> and um, I actually turned into the page where it's got the notes from the first watch, just coincidentally. Do you want me to revisit that? Just anything that you deem interesting. I've just what, I've just um, obviously jotted down what happens in the movie. It's like a chronology. And the first thing is uh, Adam Sandler, comma, a moose, comma, Selma Hayek, space, Kevin James and his stupid kids, Chris Rock, comma, poopy dance. Uh, David Spade and Mystery Son, soft toy dismemberment, three-point system, smile, compliment, date, quote marks, say it's true even if it isn't. That's amazing that I picked up that John Lovitz quote even on the first watch. <laughs> that was something great. It's not that amazing, and bro. Then, and then, it, you're just, what you're doing, this is, you're just, this is like anyone who goes into a movie and writes down what happens and tells other people as if it's interesting. <laughs> it's not amazing that you remembered a quote the first time you watched the movie. Uh, not really. I've got I've got a heading here that says to address an Epton. I don't think we ever addressed these. Uh, what was the movie guy saw that he hated and wrote a review of online? That was I remember oh. this that you walked out of. No, I didn't walk out of it. I saw the whole thing. 
I hate you, Beth. I love you, Beth Cooper. Oh, you do remember. I don't think we ever addressed that. No, wow, we're crazy. really tightening up all the loose ends <laughs> as we get to the finish line. Yeah, with Hayden Panettiere and uh, some other guy. Who that I was gone on to the- be a reasonable like sketch actor or comedy actor. That was off the back of her hero's fame, eh? I don't remember. She was the cheerleader. I remember the movie was based on a book by one of the Simpsons writers, and it was it was I thought it was poorly executed at the time. Although I tell you what. I mean, I've said it before, my perspective on films is all askew now, so I would fucking happily sit down to a helping of I Love You, Beth Cooper right now. I got so pissed off because I watched Superbad the other night, and I fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's funny. But even, like, something's changed about watching that now as a result of the repeated Grown Ups 2 watching. What's changed? I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm looking for all the shit in the background and stuff. It started to bleed over into other movies. That's not good. Nah, man, it's really not. It's like ruining shit that I actually really love now, which is... Uncool. To be expected, though, surely. Do you know what I noticed this watch, though? Did you notice that there are 71 13-inch sinks, 71 13-inch seats on a standard school bus? I didn't notice that. How does 71 work? Oh, I guess the bench at the back is like five. How does that go? Three, three? I don't know. 71 seems like a lot. That seems like a shitload. How many people do you get on each one of those? They're big, okay, they're two, big two, those yellow four. school buses, though. What I, I, when I was in Toronto, I took a lot of photos of their school buses because they're the yellow school buses that you see when you watch TV and movies as a child in New Zealand. Over here, we've got like red buses and blue buses, but they're all just a boring regular bus shape. There's no panache. Yeah. Conversely, I imagine if an American came over here, they might take photographs of our school buses because they're like, whoa, look at these funny little buses. Gosh, they'd, this country's backwards. They'd think we're so quaint. What did you notice in the movie this week, Tim? Stone Cold Steve Austin's performance because he doesn't blink almost ever in the movie. And the first scene that he's in the entire time, he blinks precisely once, as far as I could tell. One time. That's you, commitment, bro. And it reminded you, me of, I was reading something recently that Haley Joel Osment uh, went to Steven Spielberg when he was in AI and he said, Steven. Do you know what I reckon about robots? I reckon they don't blink. And apparently, you do not see Haley Joel Osment blink once in that movie. And he was like a tiny child when he did that. And he came to the director with that offer. Was that a reveal? What do you like, mean? Well, was that, is it known that Haley Joel Osment no. is a robot in that whole film? Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like the whole... I haven't seen AI, which is crazy because <laughs> I, I love robots. But... This is a robot, robot-heavy episode. Yeah, man. Robots. I one of my old flatmates, a guy called Matt Frost, um, looked looks like Haley Joel Osment all grown up. I and thought you were going to say looks like a robot. No, and we we used to go to uh, we'd go to sort of bars with him and stuff, and we'd get him to walk up to the front of the line, <laughs> and one of us would go up with him and say, "Hey, uh, I'm here with Haley Joel Osment. He's just visiting the country <laughs> on a film shoot." And we'd get into bars. That's so funny because Haley Joel Osment grown up looks like. Uh, and this is rough because he's super funny and talented, but like a big baby, like a really like yeah, one of those adult. This guy Matt babies. Frost, he's got a bit of a baby face. Have you seen him in, in Always Sunny, where he like plays Mac for no. the episode? Fuck, it's funny. Good God, it's good stuff. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to. So, Principal Tardio has a he's writing a letter on his screen um, during the last day of school. And I really want to know what it is. And I don't think the resolution's high enough for me to like zoom in in the background and figure it out. But you can definitely tell by the way that the text is laid out that it's a letter. And I wondered if it's his letter of resignation to the <laughs> superintendent of the you district. Think that's, do you think that's something that they thought of in Grown Ups too? Because I do feel like the people who, are the, we've said it before, the set dresses in the props department 
really put a lot of effort into it. So I feel like maybe they were sneaking in things like that. Because it's not like Arrested Development is a good example of all of the newspaper articles and stuff that yeah. you see in passing and everything that is like uh, just is just loaded. Mitch with, with Har- 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 Horwitz. Her- Horwitz. Horwitz. Just packed yeah. that thing I mean, full of gags. It would be nice if, if they had... I mean, I guess we would know by now. Yeah, there's the blue footprints, bro. Yeah. Principal Tardio's blue footprints from walking out of his car, which is filled Actually, with blue do you know, paint. Tim, what really gives me a kick is when you lay into some expert-level grown-ups <laughs> to shit like that, and you're like, yeah, bro, we got our Easter eggs, yeah. the blue footprints. And then, do you know what we do for free out of respect for you, the listener, is we share we these hidden know. gems. We let so you know. when you're at a cocktail party, you can pass yourself off as a preeminent grown-ups to expert, which, go, while not a particularly lucrative industry right now, surely there's going to be a market for it at some point in the future. Yeah, hey, Richard, what a delicious Tom Collins. By the way, did you realize that when Bean is reading the menu to the ice cream parlor, he's holding it upside down? Bet you didn't. You only well, cracked that on like the fifth watch. We had a fan reach out to us about that, like it was an Easter egg. And it's I appreciate it. Egg, That's not an Easter egg. It's just yeah, a like big, good it's on a you for getting in touch, but it's, a, it's very signposted. It's also, an exciting news, uh, we've had a wonderful designer uh, has somehow found the drinking rules, written them into this beautiful piece of text. Uh, I'm just going to source her name for you. It's one of those like really cool typography posters yeah. where it all looks she's, dope. She's based out of uh, Brooklyn, New York City, where they paint murals of Biggie. I don't understand how she got the... I don't understand how anyone got the rules out of that episode, though. I don't remember the episode, and I'm not sure I've listened to it since we recorded Pauline it. Pauline Vassiliadis. Pauline Vassiliadis. Uh, we'll share it on the on the Facebook page. It's really lovely. It's cool. So, for those of you who have been hanging out to play the drinking game, um, it's going to happen soon. Oh, you should do it. Um, and... Uh, you should like maybe I don't know if this is cool with you. What's her name again? Pauline. 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 Print Pauline, it out. Put it on your wall. Pauline. 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 I'm begging you, please don't take my man. Miley Cyrus does a really good like before she. Have you seen that? The she Jolene, a really she good does. cover of Jolene. It's, be- it's probably the best thing she's ever recorded that I've heard, and I've heard it all. Right up I've there with Party in the USA. Yeah, man. Patty, do you reckon when Patty and Miley are having coitus? Patty <laughs> right goes, now. Yeah, well, namely, do you reckon they're doing it right now? And secondly, do you reckon he goes, Patty in the USA? And she's got like a USA tattoo on her. I'd be terrified to have sex with Miley Cyrus. <laughs> You're going to say Patrick Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of either. But I just think it'd be a really scary proposition. It would be, it'd be yeah, I'd be intimidated. I'd be very intimidated. Because if, yeah, her public persona now is so out there. So sexually charged. Yeah. I feel like she'd... she'd I actually really respect... She'd rip your genitals out. I respect out. what Miley's done with her. Fuck, man. We are really dancing around grown-ups <laughs> this week. Um, there's a... <laughs> Tim, you said a, very, you said a very poignant thing what? in the movie when I was talking about how the movie's a reflection of us, which was, we're looking in the abyss. And the abyss is looking back into us. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I just don't give a flying fucking <laughs> cunt of a shit anymore, eh? If it was up to me, I tell you what, I wouldn't have watched it this many times. And Do you want to see the puddle of goo that my brain has turned into while watching this movie? Is one of the observations I wrote down in my notebook yeah. is Americans are good at basketball. <laughs> that was the entire thought. Jesus, mate. And, like, obviously... 
They're the home of the NBA. They're the Olympic and world champs. It's like, one of the national sports, mate. It's yeah. right up there with baseball. I love it how... One thing that's always sort of... I don't know if it irks me, but I've found curious about Americans is like, you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you're the world champs. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that those football teams aren't the best football teams in the world, but it's like... It's fucking horse shit for you guys to call it the world champs when it's only competed for in America. It's the same with like, baseball. They call it they yeah. call it the World Series. They're the put only your country that can head out of your asshole and like call it the American champs. I don't know. Look, I'm sorry. I don't mean it. We've brought this. I've brought this up in a previous episode, but there's also the whole rugby thing. How they're the world champs of rugby because they competed in one Olympics games and won it when rugby was in the Olympic games in like the oh, 20s. So what, are they the defending Olympic champions of rugby? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. But like full credit them, there are other countries there. Yeah. Anyway, I noticed that they're good at basketball. Uh, like there's not Do a lot of... there's a few Because there's a few um, in the background of shot, there's quite a few people like in the gym, they're, they're shooting some hoops uh, down the ice cream parlor. There's a, there's a little game of half court going on in the background. Not a lot of missed baskets. Yeah. But it is a movie. Yeah, but like, think about it. They don't care whether or not the shot in the ba- in the background of shot. They don't care about whether or not the basket is made or not. So they're just going to use the footage in which the actors gave the best performance. Don't take this the wrong way, but I don't fucking care about what you're talking about right now. I'll finish the point. Okay. Which is just that. So statistically speaking, like for. I guess maybe they missed all the other shots and all the other takes, but I think that's really unlikely. I think you've got to give it up for the extras who are playing basketball in this movie. All right, good on you. Well done. Hey, cool, bro. Hey, yeah, it's really fun doing this podcast with you, bro. Hey, I'm having a really fucking good time spending, like, literally, not even just to record the podcast now, but trying to organize this trip. I'm having a really good time spending, like, three hours of every fucking day of my life with you, all built around grown-ups too, bro. Live it up, bro. There's a lot of people who wish they could spend three hours a day with me every day. <laughs> I honestly couldn't name one. Yeah. you. Yeah. Look, I'm sorry. Let's not turn on each other. <laughs> it's going to be a long four weeks if we do it. What happens point. if we have a falling out? Nothing good, eh? Nothing good at all. And like the one thing that's keeping us together as grown-ups too. It's like a terrible marriage. And grown-ups we're too doing it for the, We're doing it for the kid. But that's, yeah. I mean, because then we've crossed over into something completely different. We're in the, the podcast, the movie has gone from like sort of a thing that we, we uh, dislike, I guess you could say, together mm. or to the one thing, the one thread of friendship that still unites us. Mm. And then maybe from there we can build through the falling out I think what we need to do is is put this little baby to rest. Or get couples counselling. It'd be pretty funny if we went to couples counselling. <laughs> so, how long have you been together? 48 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what seems to Tim be the problem? Hard, yeah, Tim hardly looks at me during. <laughs> <laughs> so, you had a point before. Um, what I was going to say, Guy, is that I couldn't help but notice in the film this week... Just to bring us back on track a little bit as to why we're here. That Kevin James's car is the smokiest car I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, his, wife's, his wife's car. Yeah. His, he drives a truck, but it, when he's point. on the way to the car wash, you mean? Yeah. It's just like, and it's not a cold day. It's definitely not steam or whatever. It's fucking smoke. The dude's a fucking auto mechanic. Like, <laughs> the fuck, man? 
There's well, something wrong with the car. Have a look at it. Big time. It's your wife's car. Yeah. Your kids are around it. They're breathing in the fumes. The fucking exhaust coming out of It's bad for the town. It's bad thing. for the environment. And what he doesn't appreciate over there in Standing, Connecticut, it's all of these greenhouse gases he's pumping into the atmosphere. That's just widening the hole in the ozone layer over little old New Zealand. When I go outside, I have to slap on SPF 50 fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. You piece of shit. That's what people don't realize, man. That hole in the ozone layer is directly above New Zealand. Whoops. I told I some something. Canadians about it. And they, it, like, when I was, was at some sushi restaurant in Montreal, I don't know how I was eating with these people. They, they were, I think they were rich. And I go, I was telling them about the hole in the ozone layer. And they were like, how many people live in New Zealand? I was like, about four million. They go, four million? <laughs> we can just put you all in Alberta. <laughs> like, oh, cheers, I don't want to move to Alberta. <laughs> I want to stay here. You guys are a real problem solver. We've got, like, cool shellfish. Like mussels. I bet you don't have that in Alberta. It's too cold for them. We are... I don't think you're ever further than like four hours from the beach in New Zealand. That's what I love about this country. You always buy a beach. You know? Something comforting about that. I love... I think it's in um, Step Brothers when Will Ferrell's wearing a t-shirt which says, Life's a beach. That's classic. Is there a second bit to that? It's not, not like in Joe Dirt where he says, like, life's a garden, dig it. No, it's just, it's just life's a beach. And maybe there's it. a picture of a beach on the T-shirt. <laughs> I feel like it's like a reddish, pinkish kind of T-shirt. And it's maybe yellow. The print is in yellow. That's how, if I was, yeah. If I was to wear it, those, that's the color scheme I think I'd go for. Okay. All right, mate. I don't even look that good in red. Uh, another thing I noticed about the movie... Oh, we've got to do like a shining light at some point. I ain't got nothing for that. Worse than that, bro. I've got a shining light, aka the only remaining note in my book. Well, I'm going to transform. Got to go on a tour. We've got to throw a party. I feel like we've bitten off more than we can chew as hosts. I'm out of steam. I'm out of (laughs) energy. I'm out of gas. What were you going to say? Go on. Okay, my shining light. I've reappropriated it. Is the fact that uh, Chris Rock... So, Kevin James is obviously just chucking pollution into the atmosphere, doesn't give a shit. Chris Rock's on board. That dude, at dinner time in his own family house, is drinking out of a plastic disposable cup. How fucking lazy are you, bro, that you're not washing glasses? That He's is pretty probably bad. got a dishwasher. Like, fuck. Yeah. It's intense. Come on. Uh, it's a weird. It's weird for that to be the shining light, and that it doesn't feel like a moment that you enjoyed. I enjoyed it this week because I hadn't. I think I'd noticed it, but hadn't consciously spent any time thinking about okay, it. Okay, here's a funny thing that you were saying also while watching the movie is uh, that if you if you were to notice a boom and shot, yeah, at this point in the project. That your world would come crumbling down. Absolutely. Can you extrapolate on that for us, please? Well, I've been looking for so long now for um, either to see a lighting guy or a boom to just be hanging from the top of shot. But it's not there, man. I've looked. It's nowhere to be seen. There are like a few little glitches with the film. We've talked about a lot of them over the course of the podcast. Little continuity errors and things. But there's no um, big, you don't see any crew in shot, you don't see any like lighting rig, and you don't see a boom. But if I if I saw it this 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 watch of it, 
it would just fucking blow my mind. Would it sort of like... Because it would be like it just got put in for me this week, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. It would sort of undo your previous 47 watches. I legitimately feel like I've gone insane, and not in a fun way, but in a depressing way. I feel like I've gone bonkers. I don't know anything anymore. I don't and know. four more watches just seems brutal. Brutal. Four. 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 Is that right? It's a small number. Four. What's a bigger number, Tim? If I put these two numbers on scales, if I put 48 on one scale and four on the other, which scale? And and it was, so it's 48 helpings of grown-ups too or four helpings of grown-ups too. Which scale would you choose? But I've already, I've already eaten the 48. So I'm like at vomiting. I'm like, I'm sick with grown-ups too. It's infected my veins. It's... I've got like diabetes type grown-ups too. And and now you're saying, Have I know it. you've had a lot. <laughs> I know you've had four dozen helpings. But bro, all you need is a third dozen more helpings. Well, yeah. I, I guess the, the, the tragic thing about the, the situation you find yourself in is that the antidote for all of this grown-ups too you've consumed is ironically... Just a li- just a little bit more grown ups too. That nothing works like that. That's like yep. homeopathy logic. That works like this podcast. It's like this like podcast works like that. If a snake bites you, the cure is not more venom. You know, <laughs> I'm up to the fucking eyeballs and grown ups too, and I can't take. And it I anymore. just want to squeeze a little bit more into you. The other thing is that the like the joy in this project now is not obviously it never was in watching the movie. But it's in watching you be miserable. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Well, it's I'm like in, as uncomfortable with that thought as you are. But like the only thing which I really get out of the project at this point is is watching you invisible discomfort. You are the definition of Schadenfreuden. <laughs> What's Schadenfreuden mean? Uh, it's like German for um, sour grapes, taking pleasure in other people's misery. But yeah, but it's quite a specific kind of Schadenfreuden. Like, I didn't know I had this. <laughs> <laughs> You've discovered a darkness in you you didn't know that yeah. you possessed. My shining light. It's kind of like in Lord of the Rings, the one ring. One you, ring to Like you're wielding all. a lot of power and you're discovering little evil parts of yourself. Do you think this project is derailing me as a person? I think it's making you a worse person. But do you How think? Could it do not? you think specifically within the world of the podcast, or do you think in my general life? Oh no, you as a person, you as a complete yeah, as person, a whole, the whole worse. package. Yeah, so not just Guy Montgomery from the worst era of all time, but Guy no, no, Montgomery no. Guy, from Charlotte and Alexander Stephen. Halifax Montgomery, born in Christchurch in 1987, I was born in Wellington in 1988. Do you even know me, bro? <laughs> Can't nah. You've lost credibility. Took a few stabs. Didn't pay out. My shining light. Is uh, in the supermarket and the background is shot. There is a milk carton with the word chug on it, <laughs> which means that there's a brand of milk either in the standard Connecticut or in all of America called Chug. That is a fucking dope name <laughs> for a milk company. It's also kind of like paradoxical because Chug is one of the last things <laughs> I think of when I think of milk. We saw a dude chugging milk last night. It wasn't pleasant. Chug- well, we saw the aftermath of it. Went to it a comedy milk. gig. Hey? It was iced tea. Oh, was it? 
He chugged a lot of iced tea. Oh, I thought it was... We should have chugged... We went to a comedy gig and the guy's act was um, basically he laid down a lot of newspaper in a bowl in the centre and uh, prior to the show starting, he had drunk like two litres of what I thought was milk, evidently iced tea, and was just going to vomit well, in a no, bucket. No, but he did a few one-liners first and then he said, sorry, I'm not feeling very well. I ate some pink chicken today and I just drank two litres of iced tea. Green tea. And he started trying to... Um, vomit yeah and then he couldn't and then he said this will make it better and put on come on eileen by dexy's midnight runners and proceeded to spend about a minute with his hand down his mouth yeah and he vomited a little bit into the bowl and then he drank it again but but and when he drank shout it out to when david, he drank it he, shout out to david Corios. when he drank it he put on happy by pharrell he thought he was going to vomit a lot more than he did anyway that's neither here nor there that was my shining light, is chug. chug. I'm not going to sing the song today, guy. I don't have it in me. Which song? Either. Yeah, either. <laughs> Can you... Paddy Schwartz, party time. Paddy Schwartz ate Valium, and now he doesn't want to party so hard. No, I'm just trying to qualify the low energy. I think where we're at is more of a lithium kind of a vibe. What does lithium do? Um, you have it when you're like really in a in a very bad way with depression, and I think is it kind of just numbs on you on the periodic table. Yeah, it's an element. Yep. Buzzy lithium. It's also a yeah. Uh, that's a, no, that's glycerine. Oh yeah, that's too. The Bush song. Yeah, but there is a song by. Did you hear Homer Simpson's cover of that song? Glycerine, margarine. It's no. so good. Uh, but what I was thinking of is the Nirvana song. But again, that's neither here nor there. What is here or there is Paddy... He's running around the house on his favorite little cat. Now it's a kitten. His name is Michael. Patrick, get off the kitten. It's not strong enough for a human being. That, I didn't even enjoy that. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you, though. I'm proud of you. Um, do you have one? If you're listening, Patty. Fucking shout us a slice of blaze pizza, bro. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Patty, what would be great when we come to L.A.? And I want to um, oh, take this moment to say... Okay. Holy fuck my ass. Thank you so much if you have given us any money in the Even Indiegogo. Even if you haven't, thank you. It is, But especially been, if you have. Especially if you have. But it has been probably one of the most overwhelming experiences of my life to see us launch... Stop being in that plate. A silly little Indiegogo. Uh, and just the, the outreach the, of... The enthusiasm. The enthusiasm and the consumption of it. I don't know how I'm even talking... It's just been insane. People have approached it with a lot of gusto. They've just been throwing money at us hand over fist, and it's it's just lovely. It's really lovely. It's so thanks. It's fucking awesome. We're gonna um, we'll make a little thank you something video of us just saying thanks, barreling the camera. Having said that, I don't know if it can be today because so you can feel it. So you can feel, feel the thanks. I feel blue. That's I okay. Feel blue, bro. That's okay. Be happy. People have now officially paid. For, I mean, by proxy, I guess they've paid for you to feel blue. Mm. I can take no joy in that right now. My Patty Schwartz party time from the movie actually uh, is in one of the bits. He's uh, the party scene with all the frat boys. He's standing next to Jared Sandler, nephew of Adam, and uh, and they both don't look a hundred percent confident in their choices as actors. And I thought, hashtag nepotism. How are you? <laughs> what? What do you mean? I was like, well, you know, they both can't act, and they're both in the movie as a result of who they're related to. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. It's an interesting one for a party time. It's a little bleak, but then again, nah, it's I had a pretty fucked up one from a shining light. It's, it's old school, bro. Yeah. It's a throwback. Okay. If JFK was president now, he would not be like revered like he was. What's your point, sir? JFK. Key, JFK was just—he was like he played the president card pretty hard with his life, you know. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was getting out there, shaking hands. Certainly was. Um, kissing babies, kissing babies, kissing babes, kissing babes. That's what I'm saying. And mm. what I'm saying is that it's old school. In the same way, you know, just getting your getting Patty and Jared in the film was it, it's old school. It's just like look. You know, I know this isn't going to be completely popular, but we're doing it old school. Righto. I really feel like we're fucking meandering down a track to nowhere. Then let us jump on a bus that'll take us far away to our resting place. You can we don't have to watch the movie one. for another You're week. You're being a lazy lover this bum, week too. Bum, 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 bum. Roll up, roll up for the mystery tour and roll up, roll up for the mystery tour and the Steve Buscemi mystery tour is coming to take me away. 
Coming to take me away, take me today. That's a weird one. Steve Buscemi is in the fucking movie. He's pretty fucking injured. His arms are Look, in the touchdown. Know. Yeah, you've heard this. What happened to him is this. What happened tell to him me, is this. Tell me. Are you familiar with the harsh show eagle? Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me scream, she said. The one that makes me laugh, she said. Throw her arms around my head. Show me how you do it. And I promise you, I promise that I'll run away with you. Do you like The Cure? Uh, no, I don't actually. Nah. Did you like it then? Uh, yeah, I did then. Cool. I like your version of it. I do know what the Haas Eagle is. It's probably the greatest bird of all time. Yeah, uh, it's tragically the biggest, extinct I think. because when the, the Mouldy ate all of the moa, which was a big land mammal, a land based bird. It wasn't here a mammal, it was a bird. Can a but bird it was be a mammal? Uh, do you know that we're all no. ungulates? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So the Haas eagle was made extinct because humans ate all of its the moa, food. And the moa was the only thing big enough to sustain it as a food source because the Haas eagle was so fucking massive. A moa, for reference, is like... It's I don't know if it's twice the size of an ostrich. They grew to something like three metres tall when they were adults. Moa's a big bird. Big old bird. Couldn't fly. A Haas eagle... Ate that. Ate that. That's how big <laughs> this bird is. Um so apparently the Haast Eagle, if it was around today, would be a genuine threat to humans. <laughs> it, would, it would pick up kids, bro. That's how intense that bird is. And it was, it's endemic, to, or it was endemic to New Zealand. You can only get it here, as far as we know. Anywho, um, my point being, in the first movie, there's a Haast Eagle. Okay? Steve Buscemi um, has twins in the first movie. Twin babies. Twin baby boys. And... They're newborns, and he's so delighted when they're first born that he runs outside of the delivery room with them, like Rafiki and Lion King, and holds them up in the air, one in each arm, (laughs) just delighted, ready to show the world his beautiful new baby boys. With Sherry Terry. Correct. No, his first wife. Different wife. Yep, different wife. And... A harsed eagle comes and in each talon clutches one of the babies, grabs them out of Steve Buscemi's arms, flies away, never to be seen again. Steve Buscemi is so psychologically scarred by this event that he can't move his arms out of that position. So whilst a lot of people think it was a physical injury that put him in that locked position, it's actually psychological torment of seeing his his first and only newborn children taken away from him by a harsed eagle. And it caused such a horrific sort of a post-traumatic stress. It affect your sort of effect muscle tissue, him. presumably holding your arms up like that as well. It actually affected his nervous system, which meant he, he only had 40% feeling in his body for a long time. Well, dude, that was, that was a good one. Thank you. Now it's time for us to leave, Guy. Back into the world. Sons, grown-ups too, for seven days. Oh, man. And uh, <laughs> I feel like we're getting off a boat that we've been on for forever. Yeah. Um, look, Shit, bro. What? How good is it going to feel when you say that and it's like, and never again? Yeah, in one month. Um, if you're in LA or can get to LA, we'd so love to see you. Yeah. We've got two events. The first one is at Cine Family, and that's on the 17th of Feb. 
you which can, will be our yeah, one year anniversary. You can buy tickets on that. And uh, uh, the, the other second ones are- one is at UCB Sunset. It's the new UCB venue. I think it's in West Hollywood, mm. and that's going to be at eight PM. Yeah, it's on the eighteenth. It's, like, uh, it's, it's the on the eighteenth. It's the night afterwards, and that's going to be. Uh, should we announce it now? A very special one-off event. Yes, absolutely. Let um, us. We are going to be having. We're going to watch Grown Ups. Uh, we haven't actually. We're not doing it at the venue. The first one. We're, we're going to watch about. Grown Ups one. Uh, finally, I'm so fucking excited about it. Uh, what we could do is try and organise maybe uh, somewhere a public space or somewhere we can all watch like it a together. Bar, a sports bar, or a something. bar, or even a house if someone had a house they wanted to share with us Ooh, and fans. Big, big but we're cool. going to watch that. Then we're going to go to UCB Sunset and we're going to record a um, a special edition of the podcast. It's probably going to be really upbeat. Yeah. So that's on the 18th something at UCB Sunset. Uh, and once again, thank you so much for all of your ludicrously generous donations to the two people who gave 400 US dollars um, thank you you thank will you. get your handwritten copy of Grown Ups 2 from memory as written by myself and Tim yeah uh, thank you and also fuck you um, <laughs> both of those if you if you want to donate uh, head along to Indiegogo worst city of all time yeah I'll, ch- uh, I'll chuck it up on the Facebook I'll put it to the top you'll see it just fucking get out there get on the Google you, you know how it works and fucking just go about your lives people you know like just go and love every moment. Yeah, I would. What I like to do, you know, on the occasion is I go out there and I just love every day. Because, because my bef- dad said one time to me, he said, "What did he say?" He said, "Before you know it, Tim, your, your precious, precious time, time slips, slips away. away." My dad used to say exactly the same thing to me. Go on, your dad, and all dads. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.